Jackie, Jackie. Hello, I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Um, you know, it's after Canadian Thanksgiving to the listeners listening. So yeah, I'm feeling plumped up on turkey and mashed potatoes and all that. Plumped stuff. up. What a way to put plumped it. Up. <laughs> plumped I up, baby. Tell you the way that you introduced me was funny because I was in a <laughs> golf tournament last week and someone wrote my name down wrong. Instead of saying Jackie Court, they said Jackie Jackie on the golf cart. <laughs> so, so I was Jackie Jackie. 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 <laughs> I like the sound of that. Jackie Jackie. <laughs> but um, so after eating all the turkey, it's time to get this ass in gear. And yeah. I'm like not drinking for the next month or more. Okay, well, <laughs> baby steps. <laughs> I'm going to start getting my vitamins in. And we were talking about a specific supplement today. Um, that sounds super interesting that I think I need to try in my regime. And it's called Promensal. Absolutely. And um, I have to tell you, I have tried Promensal. I tried it last year. Um, and I have to say that, um, spoiler alert, it doesn't work instantaneously. Like, like a pharmaceutical would, you've got to like give it some time, take it daily, be consistent. And, uh, you should notice something in two to three weeks. And I sure did. Um, why okay. I went off the pencil was because you remember last year I hurt myself and had surgery. Mm -hmm. So I was on every other drug known to man. And, right. um, and like you, after we had our wonderful discussion with Sherry Torcos, I am going back downstairs and I am starting back on my promensal. There's no reason we should have to feel this way anymore. Right. And so Sherry Torcos is a pharmacist and author and health institute enthusiast with a passion for prevention. So she graduated with honors from the Philadelphia College of Pharmacy and Science in 92. And now she's been practicing holistic pharmacy in the Niagara region. Um, what I liked about her was that her philosophy of practice is to integrate conventional and complementary therapies, um, mm -hmm. which is nice, right? Because as you know, we're always trying to look for healthy alternatives, holistic alternatives, if yeah, you will. Yeah, absolutely. I think that some women get scared away from the, like from just the term pharmaceutical. And I thought Sherry was really great at breaking that down for us and helping us to understand and to understand why promensal is so effective for, for women in this age group going through perimenopause and menopause and that it really is helpful for women in peri you know it really does help when you're in that confusing time where you're not sure if you're coming or going up or down and it can really help with that but I also love 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 that it's one pill one time oh my a day. god to think about like <laughs> one pill that actually could help treat a lot of the symptoms we're feeling and actually enhance the mm -hmm. other things we need enhance it 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 makes me excited and I like talking to Sherry because she seemed to know a lot about these things as you'll gather with the podcast and like she's like authored like 18 books yeah including the Canadian Encyclopedia of Natural Medicine which I think I mean tells you enough right yeah she's kind so, of smart <laughs> she's a little smart smart so, and beautiful let's have a listen to Sherry Torcos and we're going to learn a bit about Promensal. 
This podcast is sponsored by Promensal. If you would like to try a free 30-day sample of Promensal, please visit promensal.ca front slash try Promensal first to fill out a brief survey. Act fast because quantities are limited. This program is only available to Canadian residents. Hi, Sherry. Welcome to She 2.0. Hey there. Thanks so much for having me. Um, we're glad that you're chatting with us today because we've talked a lot about how menopause can be a challenging time for women. Obviously, that's what our whole show is about. Um, and there's always so many options out there for women. And a lot of the time we're looking for a more holistic approach. Um, and so before we get started, I was wondering if you could share a little bit about your background and what holistic pharmacy encompasses. Yeah, sure. Um, First of all, thank you so much for having me on. This is just perfect to be a guest on your podcast. I'm excited about it. And, uh, you know, as a pharmacist who's more holistically oriented, I think people often see pharmacy as more conventional medicine and holistic as alternative. And yet I try to bridge the gap and bring the two together. And it's really my philosophy of practice. So when I'm working with patients, whether they are dealing with menopause or heart issues or um, other health situations, I really try to advise them on all the options available for them, not just the conventional drug medical approach, but what supplements can help, what dietary interventions, what lifestyle changes. So holistic pharmacy is really encompassing a holistic perspective where I bring that to my patients, my clients, the options and help to guide them in navigating that. It's really tricky, I think, for people today, uh, women in particular, because we get inundated with information For example, about menopause, should we be taking hormones or natural products or what about acupuncture? What about this? What about that? And um, so I try to put it all together and and offer up some solutions uh, from that holistic perspective. But it's really an evolution, actually, of the way I practice. When I first graduated, I was very, you know, conventionally oriented, working in a pharmacy, in a medical building it was more focused on drug therapies, but my own interest in natural medicine is what really led to this evolution in the way that I practice. I think that's going to be a big relief for listeners because I think when you hear that someone is a pharmacist, you just assume that the um, treatments and options you're going to hear from them are all pharmaceutical. And, you know, as we've learned just from talking to our audience and also through our social media community, a lot of women are afraid to try the pharmaceutical route just for fear of not knowing either what it's going to do with other supplements that they're on or just that they're against it or like Ramona have a history of cancer and they want to stay away from that. So, so it's great to hear that you are coming at this from a holistic approach with many different options for women. Yeah. And I think that's one of the great things today. Women do have options Uh, compared to 30, 40 years ago, where really the treatment of menopause as a disease was really focused on hormones, hormones, hormones. And, you know, today there's bioidentical hormones, there's supplements, there's so many things that actually have been clinically studied and found to be effective. So that's great. Is, would you say that's like the biggest change you've seen in terms of how we view and treat menopause like you've been doing this for a really long time so how how has it evolved how how has it evolved from like like I guess a treatment perspective from your from what you've seen 
Well, I would say, you know, when I, when I graduated, which isn't that long ago, I graduated from pharmacy school in 92, started practicing, but really I found as a woman that menopause was often treated like a disease state. Yes. And women were going to doctors and they were like, without even talking to the woman about her personal experience and what she wanted. And, you know, some women even, you know, 25 years ago didn't want to take hormones. They wanted to know about what other things they could take, but it was just really just no, this is you're in menopause. You should be taking these hormones. There wasn't really any open-mindedness to anything else. And um, I felt that menopause was being treated like a disease. And I would see women as well be medicated, not just with hormones, but with antidepressants and sleeping pills and, uh, still today, unfortunately, that does happen sometimes, depending on what type of doctor you go to, and what his or her personal experiences and beliefs are. But, uh, you know, I would say rarely do I see that antidepressants are necessary. Often women get depressed in menopause because they've got these symptoms, plus they're not sleeping at night. And then they have all these changes happening, their hair is getting thinner, their skin vaginal dress, all these things. Yeah, it makes you depressed, but not necessarily that you need an antidepressant to, to solve that issue. Uh, so yeah, I would say the biggest change that I've seen over the last few decades is how we've moved from the medicalized approach to treating menopause like a disease to today where we understand that yes, this is a natural phase, a transition. Women can, um, we need to respect their personal cultural beliefs and desires, support women where we can. And first we try natural ways to deal with things. And then if you need hormones and maybe it's short term, then we go to that route. So it's, it's really been a big shift, I would say, over the last few decades. It's kind of funny that, you know, all those years ago, probably 100 years or more when they thought this was a disease, when they first t- thought this was a disease, maybe, didn't they find it very strange that 100% of women had this disease? Well, I guess we didn't live that long. Well, you we? think about it. Yeah. <laughs> that, you know, 100 years ago, our life expectancy wasn't that great. And Um, You know, I remember researching the history of menopause and how it was treated 100 years ago or longer. And women were treated like they were psychotic and they were locked up. They were given opium. They were given belladonna. um, They were given all kinds of heavy duty drugs or they were locked up or they were thought to be crazy or they're burned Mm -hmm. at the stake if we go back even longer. So, (laughs) So, wow, thank goodness things have evolved (laughs) (laughs) we're lucky (laughs) do you think that like um i guess for lack of a better term conventional conventional pharmacists or like people who aren't like looking at a more holistic approach like you are like do you find that your colleagues are starting to realize that it it's a benefit for them to know um, a little bit more about the holistic options that like, I mean, they exist at every pharmacy and some more than others, but like, do you find that they're starting to recognize that it's, it's a really important approach in healthcare right now? Definitely. I, I think doctors are starting to embrace it because really they have to, because patients today are more educated than ever before because of the internet Again, I go back to when I first started practicing and the internet was just starting up and people, when they wanted information, they'd have to go to the library and look at books and things like that. Whereas today, women, they come into their doctor's office armed with information. They've looked things up. They've talked to different people. So they're saying to their doctors, well, what about this? And what about that? 
And so I think a lot of doctors have had to respond to that. And I also do feel that genuinely more and more doctors are open-minded because their wives, their mothers, their daughters are taking natural products. And then on top of it, just the fact that over the past several decades, there's been so much scientific research on natural health products. It's really expanded significantly. Once clinical studies get done on natural products, that helps to bring it more to the uh, acceptance of the medical doctors. Because one of, I would say, one of the biggest obstacles when I first started practicing, when I would recommend natural products, the doctors right away would say, oh, that hasn't been clinically studied. And just because they hadn't learned about it in medical school, or there's no science, but they can't say that now with a lot of these natural products, like some of the things that we'll talk about for menopause, because there is good science behind them. And it seems too that in our sort of group of women, our culture of women going through it, we rely, obviously we want the science to back it up so we know it's safe, but we really do rely on word of mouth and the experience of other women you know, who try things and have had a positive or negative mm-hmm. effect. And then we sort of, like I know myself, that's when I will discard something or put it on my consideration list if someone else has gone before me and tried it. That's right. Same with hair care products, yeah. skin products. Um, yeah, we, we share. And that's, I think, you know, one of the great things women, we, we do, we give each other advice, recommendations. We talk openly about our experiences, good and bad. And, and that goes a long way in helping uh, those of us around those around us. Yeah, absolutely. I'm curious, um, you mentioned you are in menopause, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, has it changed the way that you help people? You know, it's funny, um, when I was younger, in my, say, in my 20s, I always thought, oh, 50, that's like, you know, when you're 20, 50 <laughs> seems so old, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And then as you get closer and closer, you realize that, oh, no, I feel the same, you know, beyond hot flash here and there, have some wrinkles and a few changes in my body. But I never thought that I would talk openly about being menopause, almost like years ago, it would be like thinking that not shame, but uh, just not something that you would outwardly talk about. But again, thankfully, you know, women today, we feel confident and comfortable. There's no shame. There's nothing to be embarrassed about. I can Mm -hmm. talk about having a hot flash or, you know, just dry skin or, you know, thinning of the hair or whatever, because I think my experience as a pharmacist and what has helped me can help others. Mm -hmm. And I do find in talking to a lot of female patients or friends and colleagues, they do obviously look to me for advice because not only am I a pharmacist, but I've written books on natural health. Mm-hmm. And one of my, um, my big books, the Canadian Encyclopedia of Natural Medicine, I, I did a lot of research when I was working on that and then Saving Women's Hearts. So I've, I've really um, spent a lot of my career investigating, researching and writing on some of these subjects and uh, trying to share that information with others. I can imagine that you are a walking encyclopedia for your girlfriends. I bet wine night's a lot of fun. Um, But I think about like, if you think how little women actually do know, just in, in our interaction and engagement, we know that women are starting to really learn a lot and go to Dr. Google, but um, they still aren't really getting the support from their own doctors and they're talking to each other. But, you know, it's kind of like kids in the playground learning about sex. It's going to go wrong because <laughs> they're teaching each other. However, you know, they 
I think women tend to think of the symptoms like hot flashes and forgetfulness, memory loss, uh, losing sleep, night sweats. But there's so much more to this that's critical to our health, like cardiovascular disease and you know, uh, joint pain and, and things that really shock women when they learn that these can be symptoms of menopause. Yeah, I think it's like a lot of health conditions. We think of the obvious mm-hmm. outward symptoms. Yeah, the hot flashes, the night sweats, the sleeplessness, maybe skin or vaginal dryness. But most women are not as aware that when you go through menopause, your bone mineral density can decline. You're at greater risk of osteoporosis. You start losing bone exponentially. Um, Your cholesterol levels can go up when your estrogen levels go down. Your arteries can become more stiff, more hard. Um, Those are like the invisible signs and symptoms of menopause, but they're also some of the most important. And that's why I think when I'm talking to women about menopause, yes, we have that conversation about What's going to help you feel better with the hot flashes and all that? But also, what should we be doing to take care of our heart and our bones? Because, you know, it's very difficult once you start losing bone mass, you can slow the process down and you can support good bone health. But once they become brittle and frail and you have osteoporosis, it's really difficult uh, to, uh, to make a, a change at that point. And, you know, a lot of women um, look to hormones to help um, with some of their symptoms because um, some symptoms are extreme and hormones are necessary. But a lot of women who who can't take hormones or um, aren't yet ready to take hormones, what do you recommend for symptom relief? Yeah, so... I I do recommend women try naturally first. Yes, for severe symptoms, women may need hormones, but I think the concerns with hormone replacement therapy, the risks, the side effects, and all of that are concerning. So if we can start first with making some lifestyle changes, um, certainly we know that diet has a huge impact on how we go through menopause, and we can look at other countries around the world, uh, for example, in Asia, where they eat a diet that is very rich in, in legumes that have isoflavones. Those are plant-based estrogens like soy and other things uh, where those women get maybe, I think it's like 10 times the amount of isoflavones in their diet and they have very few menopausal symptoms plus lower rates of osteoporosis and heart disease. So if we can just look at making some of changes to our diet, adding uh, more plant-based foods, more fish, healthy oils, staying away from the refined starchy sugary carbohydrates Obviously, when we go into menopause, another concern women has have is weight gain. And so if we can tackle a few areas by um, maintaining a healthy body weight and also helping to support our symptoms by moving more towards plant-based diet, uh, fish as well as is healthy, a good option. So I would suggest that um, regular exercise, which we can talk about some of the specific benefits, because I'm a former fitness instructor. So that's one of my passions as well as fitness and exercise. And then from a supplemental perspective, uh, there are natural products that you can find in a pharmacy and health food store that are very effective for managing both the symptoms of menopause and also the concerns, heart health, bone health. Uh, The one that I take myself is called Promensal. And promensal is a clinically studied form of red clover. So for those that aren't familiar with red clover, red clover is a legume. So this is 
uh, a plant-based uh, substance that uh, is consumed in many countries around the world. Here, again, we don't get a whole lot of uh, isoflavones and red clover in our diet, but in supplemental form, um, it's been clinically studied and found to be very effective for hot flashes, uh, vaginal dryness, uh, foggy head, poor concentration, um, the night sweats, um, as well as being beneficial for heart and bone health. So I started taking it about two years ago, just when I went into menopause, because I was quite familiar with it. I had actually written about it when I was working on my encyclopedia. And I was very happy to say it was effective for me. It doesn't oh, work instantly. So it's not one of those, it's not like taking, a, say, a hormone where usually women feel better in a few days. This takes a couple of weeks. For me, it took about two weeks before I really started to notice the benefit. Uh, but oh, wow. typically, yeah, it's, it's fairly That fast. seems pretty quick. Yeah, because doesn't usually like when you're taking more natural based supplements, they take a little longer to sort of kick in. Well, I advise women when they're taking it, it could take three to four weeks, mm-hmm. but um, it could start as soon as one to two weeks. Everyone's different, right? And how they respond. I also do eat some isoflavones in my diet. So I do get a fair bit of legumes in my diet and I eat some soy and things like that. But um, I just found, you know, I went from having, it was sudden for me when the hot flashes started. It was like, okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's not hot in this room, it's me. Right. And so the hot flashes, and, and you know that overwhelming feeling of the heat building up and then the yes. sweats and then the coolness after. And, and there were other things I was noticing too. My, my memory wasn't where I wanted it to be and a little bit of fo- head fogginess and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So yeah. I was very grateful um, that the Promensa worked for me because I, I was not keen to take hormones. My mom is a uh, two-time breast cancer survivor, and we have uh, ovarian cancer in the family. And so I just didn't really want to take hormones. Uh, I was hoping that a natural product would work for me, and it did, thankfully. Um, so yeah, I've been you know telling women about my experience with Promensa because I think um, it's a, it's a great option for women that are looking for not only symptom relief, but for something that they can take daily that can help support bone health and heart health. Because they've shown in clinical studies that the red clover um, can help to improve something called arterial compliance, which is the elasticity of your arteries. It also helps to slow down um, the rate of bone loss, which is beneficial mm. for us. So. I, you know, I kind of look at these as side benefits of, of the Absolutely. supplement. Yeah, and it's, and it's licensed by, not, uh, by Health Canada, too. I'll mention that it, health, it does have Health Canada-approved claims for what it does. It almost and sounds like a, like a multivitamin for the majority of our symptoms. Yeah, it's, it's a great multi-symptom approach because mm-hmm. um, there are other supplements out there that are often promoted for menopause, and sometimes they'll work for hot flashes or they'll work you know, for the emotional symptoms, but I don't know of any other supplement that really addresses all of these symptoms and concerns, mm-hmm. even things like the vaginal dryness, which, you know, is an issue for a lot of women. Um, yeah. So, and, and it's uh, recognized by doctors and pharmacists. Uh, it's, I believe the number one recommended supplement by doctors and pharmacists. So it's, it's got acceptance if you know, if you go to your doctor and you ask him and he and she doesn't or he or she does not know about it, the good thing is they can get a professional monograph. They can look it up online or um, access the, the clinical studies on PubMed. 
which Mm -hmm. gives them more confidence then in being able to guide their patients with it. So being a cancer survivor, I, I, didn't even think these kind like something like um, red clover or other things that we can talk about as well. Some other natural supplements like black cohosh and all of those things later. Um, like I've been fearful to take um, because I wasn't sure if they were safe. So it's interesting you also having a personal, at least um, family history of cancer and you're a pharmacist and you feel comfortable using it. Right. And, and, you know, when it comes to having a personal history of cancer, I mean, they, they have done studies looking at how red clover uh, works at estrogen receptors in the body, uh, because it's natural to think, okay, it's a phytoestrogen. So what really does that mean? A phytoestrogen is a plant-based estrogen. It has a chemical structure that's similar to estrogen, but not exact same as estrogen. So what it does, if you think of a lock and key, the promensal, the red clover, it binds at the estrogen receptor site. Um, so it's taking care of that. It's like the key going into the lock, but it doesn't stimulate it or turn it on like you see with estrogen. Mm-hmm. Um, and in fact, in the studies, they have not found that it promotes the growth of either breast or uterine tissue. And so I think that's, that's, good, um, that's good news, yes, because mm-hmm. women that have a history of uterine cancer, breast cancer, um, or other issues are concerned about that. And uh, mm-hmm. um, so that has not been found in the clinical studies. So I do encourage women though, you know, if they have that cancer history, definitely have this conversation with your gynecologist, um, but to rest assured that this is something that has been investigated. So what if you are um, surviving the pandemic narrowly, and you are maybe on something like Zoloft or an antidepressant or anti-anxiety, will this react with that? Or is it, is it okay to take both together? Not yeah, it's a good question. Um, there aren't any uh, known drug interactions. And uh, I do have women that have taken Promensal along with SSRIs like um, Prozac or Paxil or drugs in that category with no problem. Um, and based on its mechanism of action, theoretically, I can't foresee that there would be any negative interaction. Um, but that is a good question. It's always important, I think, you know, when you're looking at taking natural products, because we say natural, yeah. but natural products can still have side effects or drug interactions. Mm-hmm. But in the case of red clover, it has a very good safety profile. So, we're, you know, we've got both efficacy and safety. So one of the things that I know we have heard in the past is that um, Ramona touched on black cohosh and I have had friends who've tried it and haven't really had a lot of benefits from it. But what we learned recently is that with black cohosh, um, it's not always what you're getting in Canada in a supplement isn't always the money you have to help me out, like the actual cohosh or it is a sort of replica of and it may not be the same intensity. So you really have to be careful that you are getting authentic black cohosh. Do you have that right. concern I, with other supplements or is black cohosh sort of a one-off? Yeah, well, it can happen too. Even with red clover, like Promensal is the one, the branded uh, form of red clover that has been clinically studied Um Health Canada approval, they, the company follows the GMP, the good manufacturing, and it's also standardized. So if standardized means you're getting 
a specific amount of the isoflavones mm. in each tablet. And that's where I think, as you're alluding to with black cohosh, black cohosh is an herb and different companies can make it and get it from different areas of the world. And I think there's yeah. been concerns over quality, yeah. consistency. And then I think there were some reports of possible liver damage with black cohosh oh, a couple wow. of years ago that came out that was concerning. And, you know, I guess if I were to compare them, black cohosh, there has been some evidence showing it can help with the hot flashes, but it doesn't help in the same way that Promensal does. Promensal does offer uh, a broader range of benefits for symptom management and also the benefits for heart health and bone health. So I would say that's where where uh, I would differentiate them or how I would differentiate them. Okay. Has there been any known side effects by taking the product itself? No, actually, uh, the Promensal is very well tolerated. Um, you know, people have asked me, you know, could this, my periods have stopped. If I start taking a phytoestrogen, <laughs> are my periods going to come back? <laughs> That's thing, right? Is that not the one of the, one of the best things, right? Yes, <laughs> amen. Yeah. But yeah, thankfully, no, the periods don't come back. It doesn't have any impact <laughs> on the menstrual cycle. It doesn't cause bloating. Um, or heartburn, um, you know, sometimes natural supplements will cause, you know, upset stomach, things like that, or drugs can cause that. But no, that is not, um, that is not an issue with the Promensal. It's very safe and uh, no, no known side effects or drug interactions. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah, I think, I think when women hear this, and like I, I go back to my earlier point where women in the community we've spoken to, a lot of them are reticent to try new things that you know, one of their friends hasn't previously test driven, but also when they hear anything in the realm of HRT or black cohosh or anything, if anything has had any sort of negative press, it's almost like they just put the brakes on and don't want to hear anymore. And, you know, we, there was that critical study a few years ago, quite a few years ago that talked about HRT and the link to cancer and all these women went off their medication, which was worse for them. So I think it's really important for, for women to do their research. Sure, like ask your friends about their experience, but to really do their own research because I think what happens is women end up by shutting down all these wonderful options that can really help them um, because of their fear. And it's understandable, but I'm hoping that when people listen to this, they think, wow, there is something out there that I can try that isn't going to put my health at risk. It's a really safe option. It's natural. And it's going to conquer all the symptoms. And maybe the only side effect is you don't yell at your husband as much anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Or get irritated. Yeah, yeah. You know, definitely. um, That's what I would say to women is, you know, this is something that is not like a, a new product. It's been, I think it's been 15 to 20 years it's been on the market started with an Australian company, um, Pharmacare, and they have done their due diligence. They've done a number of clinical studies on it. Um, So it's something I can say, you know, as a pharmacist with confidence that this has good research behind it. It's effective, it's safe, and it has the side benefits. So it's not just going to address your menopausal woes, the hot flashes, all that, but yeah, it's good for your bones, good for your heart. So Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'd encourage women to, they have questions, they have a website, the company's website, promensal.ca, you can check that out or direct your doctor to look at that as well. Uh, but it's definitely something that's worth uh, giving a try and, and be patient as well. As I mentioned earlier, 
it doesn't work instantly. So you, you take a tablet, it's not going to have an immediate effect. Some women notice a benefit in a week or two weeks, but I would give it at least a good month. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other thing I'll mention too is there, there are two different strengths. There's the extra strength and then the regular strength. I recommend women start off on the extra strength. It's 80 milligrams of the isoflavones. Take that for two to three months. And then you, most likely you can go down to the regular strength. Um, I think I want to stay on the extra strength forever. But um, it's interesting that this has been in development or you know, it's been on the market for quite some time that we're talking well over a decade ago, this was being researched in, in Australia. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to say, I honestly feel like in the healthcare world, menopause has been so neglected. So I'm surprised that someone was that forward thinking that long ago to even mm-hmm. think about us and to do this sort of research. It's very comforting to know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. And, you know, I would say Australia's, you know, definitely been, at the forefront, also many uh, areas in Europe, they've done, they've embraced natural products long before we did here in North America, and they do a lot of good clinical research as well in Europe, and uh, have been very supportive of using natural products. And thankfully, it's catching on here, and we do see more and more uh, doctors and pharmacists being educated. I, I think like I said earlier, we have had to become more educated. If you just mm-hmm. look in the pharmacy, for example, now versus when yeah. I first started practicing, the, the vitamin section used to be very small. It was your vitamin, you know, C and D and E and maybe a couple multis. And it was a mm-hmm. very small section. And when you wanted natural products, you went to the health food store. But now pharmacies have like entire rows developed, uh, devoted, excuse me, the entire rows devoted to natural health products. And then the pharmacists, we are learning more through continuing education programs that are offered by our different associations. So yeah, we're, we're catching up. Absolutely. So um, is there anyone who shouldn't use permensal? Well, I can't really think of, well, not for men, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want them to be as happy. Yeah, you know, there are some supplements, uh, you know, that men and women can take, uh, no problem. But this, I can't see that there'd be any benefit for the guys in this. But other than that, uh, you know, if you're not in menopause, if you're in perimenopause, you might find this helpful as well. So it's not just for menopause, women yeah. that are in perimenopause which is that time before where the hormones are going all wacky. Uh, Mm. A lot of women do find it helpful in that phase as well. Absolutely. This is like perimenopause is when women are really confused because they're still maybe getting a period here and there. They can't sleep, but they don't know why. And, you know, we, we try to relate it to the most known thing we can think of. So maybe like our stress or our job or family or whatever. But really, we know as we go through it, we realize that those are actually little red flags. So I can imagine that taking this in the perimenopausal years, for me, perimenopause was a good 10 years, I feel like life could have been so much better for everyone around me if I had been taking this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it it is tough for sure. That perimenopausal phase is is really hard because we're all over the place. And, uh, you know, our hormones are so tied or our emotions are so tied to our hormones. And so, you know, I've had women say to me, you know, I feel like I'm losing my mind and it's like, I'm happy one minute. And then the next minute something little happens and it sets me off and I go off the deep end and I'm frustrated and angry. And yeah, this is welcome to perimenopause or menopause. This is kind of what's happening. All of us are going through it some more severely than others, 
But, you know, if we, again, think of all the positives and that we do have options today, thankfully. Absolutely. So if we were, if we were to take Provencil and keep up, you know, a healthy diet with, you know, an increased amount of isoflavins. Isoflavones, um, good. Flavones, yeah. thank you. <laughs> There's some big words in this whole world of menopause that I can't pronounce. And, you know, getting our regular exercise, we could probably sail through this-ish in a, in a lot better way, like mentally, emotionally, physically, than maybe our parents, our mothers did, our grandmothers did. A hundred percent. Yeah. And, you know, the, the, the physical um, activity component of this for wellness, you know, if we just talk about that for a minute, because I, um, I, as a former fitness instructor, I know firsthand those benefits. I've worked with a lot of women in menopause. And if we could just take 20 minutes out of our day, whether it's to go for a walk, a bike ride, do some yoga stretching. I mean, studies have shown that exercise, regular exercise benefits women in menopause. They have less hot flashes, less moodiness, less anxiety. We sleep better. Um, so those benefits are there for us, our emotional well-being, but then also the physical benefits. It's good for our bones, good for our heart. So I always encourage women, you know, to take that 20 minutes or half an hour a day to get some form of physical activity because it's going to help your menopausal issues, but also benefit your body in so many other ways. Yeah, like Absolutely. the bone density. And is Promensal yep. once a day or how many times do you take it a day? It's just once a day. Yep. Oh, so I can remember once a that. Day. Yeah, and you, know, you can take it with your other supplements. Yeah, we can remember, yeah. you know, have it out on the counter so that you remember because it, it, you know, t- it works best when it's taken daily. So mm-hmm. um, it's not something you can take here and there and expect it to get the benefits. You do need to take it daily. So I've been taking Zoloft, my doctor told me since March, I literally thought I started about three weeks ago, but I still have it in my Google calendar. It comes up every single day. It says take pills and I still forget to take them. And I've been yeah. taking these since March. This should be a habit by now. And it is not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, it's hard. I mean, you could have a, a, a supplement or pill reminder, which would be me. <laughs> that's that's my one of my many roles in the house is in the morning, I get up my son's vitamins. I get my husband's vitamins out. Because if I don't get their vitamins out, they just don't take them. And I've tried to tell them that they don't work when they're in the bottle. You have to put them in your mouth. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so... Yeah, and, and I do, my counter is messy in the kitchen because I have our supplements in view because I find if they're away in a cupboard, That's they get right. forgotten. Absolutely. Yeah. So when yeah. I'm tidying up and having a dinner party, they go in a basket in the cupboard, but otherwise they're spread out. <laughs> that is exactly my kitchen. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, I, I, there's other things I take. I mean, I, I've mentioned Promensal that I'm taking for um, from a menopausal perspective or my menopausal concerns, but I also take vitamin D and I take omega-3 and uh, collagen, which is great for the skin. You know, I'm like a powder productive. or? Well, I have a powder and I also have um, a capsule. So I, I oscillate between the two. The okay. powder, if I had the time to mix it in and, yeah. and down it, then I'll do that. Otherwise, I'll, I'll take, I have tablets actually. Yeah, so I take that, and and this time of year, I'm you know doing the vitamin C and echinacea and other things to support my immune system. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, our counter is full. 
<laughs> well, and now we have one more thing to add to our counter. So yes, thanks right. so much for telling us a bit more about Promensal. Um, I think it's a really interesting product for our listeners um, to try out. And thank you, Sherry, for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. It was nice to uh, have our chit chat. 